so much on this show about the importance of saving and investing and just overall managing your finances well. But what if you're a person with specific needs that aren't easily addressed with the one size fits all kind of products that you have in the market today? For example, try taking a loan if you're on a career break. I know I've tried and uh, it's uh, nearly impossible. And ask all the women who've taken time off to raise their children or to take care of aging parents and I'm sure they will all express frustration with the same kinds of issues. And this isn't the only thing, not just loans on a career break. Today we are talking with Hena Mehta, who's the founder and CEO of Basis, a financial services destination for women in India. She's going to help us understand the issues that women face with regard to money management and also how Basis is trying to make a difference. But before we begin, a quick reminder to please follow Money Talk so you don't miss any of the practical advice and tips that we share on this show. With that said, uh, Hena, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, maybe for a start you could tell us about your background and uh, in in money management or investing and also more about basis i'm very curious to learn uh, what you're exactly doing sure uh, and thank you amit for uh, for having me on uh, on your podcast as a quick introduction uh, i've spent uh, my entire career building fintech products actually um an engineer by training um my career on wall street in 2008 um at wow, goldman sachs <laughs> yeah a very very interesting time uh, to be uh, starting a career and that too in kind of the middle of um, all the mayhem that that was happening out there building software for an equities trading desk moved into a product management role within um, goldman sachs's technology product divisions uh, so spent about half a decade with the company then decided the indian startup ecosystem was too exciting uh, to be missing out on and this was when i think flipkart was still a startup still the poster child of indian startups this was back in 2014 took a leap of faith literally sold all my stuff my apartment in new york uh, moved uh, back to bangalore it's actually where i grew up and uh joined a startup called EasyTap which is a fintech startup in the the payment space so i was employee number 30 there so it was very different from being in a 30000 something company <laughs> exactly uh but learned so much steep learning curves in startups which i loved so i spent two years there as a product manager building a variety of things in the payment space Um and then business school happened and I'll get into how that experience actually shaped the whole thesis around basis which is what what I'm working on and business school uh went to Wharton spent spent two years out in the US again but long term plans of being back and building in India hadn't changed also spent a little bit of time in the bay area uh with square on the capital team in San Francisco so this was lending products and yes been back in india now for about 3 years and have been building bases and you did you did introduce us um in in a line but essentially what we're building at bases is a full stack financial services platform hyper focused on urban women in india i talked about the b school experience and how that really triggered how that really sowed the seeds for bases Uh, and essentially for me that was a wake up call you asked about my money management experience it was actually fairly minimal at the time 
and it did dawn on me that I had done every possible thing to get into one of the world's top business schools except plan for how I was going to pay for it <laughs> right and that is a large amount of money for anyone right especially for a 20 something year old and so that was my my wake up call and then it kind of i couldn't stop thinking about it and my thesis was that women more so than men tend to get left out of this this part of i guess being an adult right if you if you want to think about it that way making investments starting early understanding the market really taking that that keen interest in your personal finances so that you can a achieve whatever goals you're setting out to achieve but also be prepared for any dire life situations that may come up yeah and uh, i mean it must have also have been a sort of formative experience to see the mayhem in to like you described it in 2007 to 9 actually 2008 and 9 i was actually there in in new york also at okay. the same time working for city group okay uh, i saw so many people whose basically their entire retirement was decimated right because they were mm-hmm. long time career city bankers 30 years in the company their stocks were worth a fair amount of money till just before the crisis and after that it essentially all just evaporated so it was a learning right. moment uh, for for me as well actually at the same time and you're right i think everybody needs to plan to manage their money and i'm happy that you're not just planning for yourself you're actually taking the effort to take everybody on the journey with you which is actually trying to create a service for urban women in india so tell me more i feel like i know a fair amount about managing finances i've been doing this for a while for myself but you're saying that women's needs can be quite different from men's so tell me more about this like what are some of the challenges or how in what ways is it different right so if you look at a woman's life right whether it's career or more personal life events uh the trajectories are very different from those of men i am strongly generalizing here but if you look at it from a macro standpoint there are stark differences which have not been taken into account um with financial advice that's out there with financial products that are being curated designed in the markets today starting with just financial goals that women may have so uh, one of the most popular tools on the basis app is our career break calculator right if you think about it and you talked about when you took a career break it is a financial event right you are suddenly left without that active income without that salary without that paycheck coming in and you know no one wants to depend on someone else for an allowance or anything like that and women tend to take more career breaks than men do right so that's one example of a financial event actually a life event that does that that, that is a financial event that that no one really talks about but beyond that as well right if you look at financial needs of women starting with we earn less for uh, the same jobs we do as men the gender pay gap and it's it's great that it's being talked about so openly now in india the gap is anywhere between 25 to like 34% which is ridiculously high women tend to live longer than men on average women outlive their male peers by 4 to 5 years which means and that, that's not that's not a small amount of time which means we'll have to plan for longer retirements mm. and if that wasn't enough we also have higher healthcare costs and higher personal care costs you might have heard of something called the pink tax which is this gender based price right. discriminatory strategy that I comes with the dot I actually read about it quite recently and it was uh-huh. very surprising to me that the same item 
can cost differently. Exactly. And uh, I mean, it is probably part of some marketers and companies saying, hey, women may have more of a willingness to pay or there are a lot of discussions on why it exists. Hopefully it goes away. But the bottom line is with the pink tax, with higher healthcare costs, it also costs more to be a woman. So not only are we earning less than male peers, we need that money to last us longer. And it costs more just to live, right? And so across the board, women have very specific needs and events that financial services needs to account for while designing, whether it's advice, whether it's actual products or services that targets this audience. And so far in, I think globally, this problem of women not participating enough in financial services has always been seen as a marketing challenge, right? Like how do we target women better? What are campaigns we can do? What are discounts and offers and all of these things that can be done? And March is obviously the, the month, Women's History Month, where, where we see all kinds of campaigns and stuff targeting women, but that's very superficial, right? Uh, women are not adopting these because these services and products have just not been designed taking women's needs into account. Obviously, how women invest also differs. Risk appetites um, differ from those of men. And I know we're going to dive more into the, the credit space as well. And if you look at insurance too, health insurance, life insurance, right? There are very uh, obvious gender-specific nuances that need to be taken into account as these products are being designed and the data that's being taken into account while designing them needs to address a woman's life. Right, okay. So this is very eye-opening, Hena. I mean, I kind of had an awareness and in fact, we've done an episode on investing for women kind of thing in the past, a few episodes back. But we didn't get into this much discussion around why it is different. We talked just about, hey, you know, women need to think more about their financial situation and how to manage that. But we didn't get so much into these more fundamental differences which might be creating that kind of situation. So thanks for sharing this. I think many of these are new to me as well. And I'm sure it's quite educational to everyone listening. So this being the situation, I mean, I, I suppose this is maybe what led to the birth of Basis, right? I mean, these are the problems you're trying to solve. So how does Basis help with all of this? Or what are you trying to achieve? Right. So we are fixing these massive gaps that exist in the financial services space amongst the women market, right? In India... Today, uh, the market, if financial services actually cater to the needs of women, it's we're talking about a $40 billion TAM in the next five years. So it's not a small market. Um, and that's the market we, we are operating in. What we started off with a couple of years ago was financial education and communities. Uh, because we saw the, the main gaps that were preventing women or the main barriers that were preventing them from taking that leap into, let's say, making their first investment or getting adequate health insurance or understanding how credit could work to actually enable different financial goals, boil down to a lack of knowledge, a lack of trust and a lack of relatability, right? I don't know enough, so my money is best parked in a fixed deposit at a bank or gold that I may have gotten during my wedding or maybe the insurance plan I'm being offered by my employer is enough. It's actually not, and <laughs> we can get into that as well. To other things around just relationships and money, right? There are, what we, we talk about at Basis are these four Ds in a woman's life that disproportionately impacts more than they do to men, right? So the four Ds are uh, divorce, death of a spouse, 
debt as in loans and a disaster which we saw play out in the last couple of years with the pandemic right so all of these events tend to impact women more so than they impact men anyway long story short we started uh, off by bridging these knowledge and trust gaps we've actually built the largest community of women in the country that is focused on money right and so it's a learn discuss sort of a user journey right now on our app our app is live on android um and on ios and where we are now in our journey is launching curated financial products for this audience right so the learn and discuss is now going to convert to transact and we're launching um something called the power card which is a credit product it's a bnpl card that is again hyper focused and designed uh, for women and happy to get into our approach there but it's the first card in the country that is focused um on a very specific demographic the gap obviously that we saw amit in the market was i mean women aren't participating in in the credit system as much as they should be doing credit cards in india are exploding now as we speak but uh women represent somewhere between 10 to 12% of the outstanding credit cards right which is a tiny tiny sliver and yes the education bit does play a big role women tend to not know what credit scores are tend not to have credit scores tend to maybe think that he have an add on card to father or my husband and that's enough but as we sort of again diving deeper into the space there's this strong appetite to want to participate in the credit markets obviously with platform that that women could trust and so that's also what gave birth to this our first again customized curated product a financial product uh, for women we are launching it soon and right from very focused rewards and benefits to even once we have a good chunk of data to even curate better interest rates for women because women tend to be more trustworthy more diligent more mm-hmm. just better borrowers right so why why should women have to deal with rates and offers that are not really taken into you know, haven't really taken their needs and their data into account right so that's the first product we're launching pain points in the space yes range all the way from access and approval right women tend not to get approved for credit without a male co-signer or a male present we've heard tons of horror stories around that women tend to even on the collections and repayments front right if you do a quick twitter search you'll see all of these again anecdotes where it's borderline harassment right like you're called but before that people tend to again find out who your husband or in-laws or parents are and, and tend to call them for your oh, wow. payments right and so privacy is out the door right okay. it so these were all again nuances that were preventing women from adopting this product at the scale at which which they should be doing and where we're changing that from both an experience standpoint and a product standpoint uh with with the power card wow that is uh, i really did not know uh, that <laughs> such things happen that that is insane so hena i mean more power to well more power card to you <laughs> <laughs> wow that's great so again thanks for sharing that so effectively what you're saying is you started out by trying to create the education element so people should know about finance and then the community part so they can discuss uh, finance and kind of learn from each other and know that you know there are other people in the same boat and things like that and now is when you're moving into transactions and 
the actual product space the first product being the power card which is uh, bnpl essentially since you've been in the community space for a while and you have a lot of people i think you have 100000 at least i saw you have more than 100000 downloads of your app which means there's plenty of people in the community so what are some of the questions or concerns that you've seen play out on via the community or what are the top issues that people seem to be facing Sure and before I dive into that also want to talk about an anecdote an experiment we did very early on in our journey where we wanted to get to the answer of is there a need for a women only space to discuss money right like on on the surface money isn't gendered but uh, what we did very early on in the basis journey to test out this hypothesis was uh, we created a community all were welcome men women everyone joined but we saw that men tended to take over most conversations and most discussions and women tended to take more of a back seat and be more silent and that actually mimics what happens in real life as well when there are men in the room women tend to not participate in these conversations whether it's family friends you name it right and as soon as we kind of flipped our community to be sort of a private women only space we saw the floodgates just open right right from discussing basic things on like what are mutual funds and how do i invest in them to more sort of queries discussions around and women tend to do this more so than men do around like taking care of family whether it's kids whether it's parents whether it's in-laws right questions around how do i not only get health insurance for myself how do i get health insurance for my 60 plus year old parents and in-laws all the way to even more sort of sensitive topics that again women didn't have an avenue to really talk about before and when we talked about the 4Ds right like i'm recently separated i need to reconstruct my financial life right and for her to be able to connect with peers who may have gone through a similar thing or going through a similar thing and having that space to freely discuss this without any judgment um is is super powerful so we've seen conversations range from some of the more technical aspects of finance how does a mutual fund work i mean crypto is another hot topic which again as with all of these things women tend to participate less it becomes a very sort of a bro uh, you know uh, so. sort of a, <laughs> sort of culture uh, you know with with everything but uh, and we've also sort of structured our community around topic specific circles right like it is hard to just like money is a it's a huge topic but how do we make it highly contextual so when you're part of this community you know you're going to get information advice content that actually works for you from people you can trust right so that was essentially how we had structured it and so yes it ranges conversations range from yeah more technical aspects to more softer aspects of life how do i know if i'm financially compatible i've just gotten engaged right how do i know i'm financially compatible with my fiance what are what are some questions we should be discussing up front and credit as well now i mean india has been a very savings culture right uh, from for, for for a very very long time credit is now super hot making its way to kind of all kinds of segments and that we get a lot of queries around how does it work is it is a good thing to have credit card what is a credit score how does it even help me right so um these these are examples of discussion conversations we have in the community we also run master classes as sort of a complement to the discussions that are happening on our app and so that provides again a more intimate space we we don't post any of these recordings obviously by design 
but a space for women to actually connect with experts, connect with each other. Again, we pick a topic, deep dive into it, and always make sure we have actionable advice, not just the typical quote unquote gyan, right? Where you will find a ton of that on the internet uh, without, uh, you know, really any any way to, to to action it. And then you're stuck with your FD's gold, some bare minimum insurance plan and no credit score, which is which is what the state of this market is right now. So what you're saying is that the key questions that that seem to emerge are around rather what what may be a bit different versus what you normally read on the internet would be things which are maybe more family oriented. So it's not just my personal finance, it's our collective finance, maybe financial compatibility or family issues, those kinds of things. I think how to's you mentioned um, Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, credit uh, in in general. So I I think that makes sense. And uh, the Again, to me, the interesting element over here is the family orientation element. Because again, you know, even if you're, I mean, speaking from a male perspective, maybe, but even if, let's say you're the breadwinner, yes, you're, you're supposed to be looking after the family, etc. But the orientation tends to be personal finance. It's not, right. it's called personal finance, in <laughs> fact. So, so that's interesting. And again, this, I mean, maybe there, sh- there could be products which are more, group oriented or family oriented to kind of satisfy these kinds of requirements which again there isn't that much of uh, in the market um and if i may also add and that was a beautiful summary <laughs> of what the community uh, is most popular for um i also we've seen uh, given the pandemic and we actually launched right before the world went to this this pandemic is around emergency and long-term planning right and women also tend to be better contingency planners than men right uh, maybe that's how we're wired i don't know but this topic of having an emergency fund where to park your money in the case of an emergency how many months worth of expenses should you have that also that became super popular as well as long-term goal planning right and obviously kids being huge priority for at least the, the moms um, on in our community but also how, how do I just how do I invest for for some of my longer term goals and women tend to be more long-term thinkers versus just chasing sort of short-term returns which is what we typically see with men in this market again broadly generalizing but there is that difference in terms yeah. of um, the approach first of all I think from an uh, anecdotal or observation point of view I, I tend to agree I mean Whenever you read or hear about people who want to day trade, oh, how can I make money in the stock market quickly? Right. <laughs> That's usually not a woman asking that question. Yeah. And in fact, Unless it's likely, a professional Yeah, yeah of trader. course. If that's their yeah. job. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and frankly speaking, most are not even... Like even the concept of trading for your personal account is not something that even on the show we hear about from women per se or as, as a question. I think paradoxically, this whole long-term thinking, uh, you mentioned that the emergency planning, the family orientation and also the longer term thought process. I think paradoxically, these are all things that are the, the hallmarks of financial success. So interestingly, all the things that may be potentially holding women back in the short term game and in the chase for riches let's say mm-hmm. i think sounds to me like these are all things that will actually make them successful in the longer term wealth creation and so absolutely way i mean things that may seem like it's holding people back actually 
uh, might be the exact thing that's going to help them win the race you know the hare and the tortoise absolutely the and there are actually studies been done globally uh, you know where women's portfolios do tend to outperform men so yeah i can look it up i think fidelity has done this a couple of times so it's it is super interesting i mean women tend to make better investors than men there's actually a book titled uh, warren buffett invests like a girl talks about all these quote unquote feminine traits that Warren Buffett has that makes him such such a the world's greatest investor so women tend to just be yes better better investors and we we should we should leverage those skills to your point on just creating just massive long term wealth yeah i mean that's that's perfect my wife does a lot of investing in our family and i need to listen to her more now <laughs> great absolutely <laughs> Yeah so so thanks a lot Hena uh, this was a really great discussion frankly i learned a lot of things that i didn't know otherwise and it's been quite eye opening so if you don't mind let me just take a moment to summarize some of the points i was writing down i think the first thing the reason the basis for being <laughs> of your company is the fact that women have different needs they have higher expenses lower pay unfortunately greater family orientation and you know kind of desire to take everybody along and so therefore overall different financial needs and hence are unable to participate even if they're interested they don't have those products available to participate in a manner that works for them and you pointed out something on the side which is that people tend to treat this as a marketing problem hey if we just make people aware that there's this fabulous credit card they'll start using it and But a actually, pink credit card maybe yeah, yeah that's right start. using that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's have a pink credit card and people will use it and that's actually not really the reason. So that's uh, I think the of your first point. Related point was the risk appetites are different and and you say that later as well which is that the thought process is more long term and family oriented and therefore maybe generalizing most women may not be or many women may not be willing to take the kind of short term volatility and stuff that maybe men seek out so that's the second point you had a really good thing with the 4d's divorce death debt and disaster four things to plan for these are things i mean nobody likes thinking about all of this the same way nobody likes thinking about insurance but yeah. life happens and it's good to know these and in these situations the woman tends to be the person who's kind of more impacted than the man is in these in these situations definitely worth thinking about and something to consider even if you're a financially savvy woman may as well look at your portfolio and see if it works with these as well another thing that you pointed out the main barriers that may be in people's minds and i think you summarized it very well which is knowledge trust and relatability and i mean the knowledge bit is there i mean even on this show we try to give shared knowledge in that sense but right. trust and relatability were two interesting add-ons and i can totally see that like you ultimately have to feel that the person who is selling you the service is somebody who is like you and is giving you something that can actually use versus you're being hard sold something which like it's within quotes best for you and so therefore you're focusing on community and education and that seems to be the right way to move forward it was also interesting to me that making it women only and a closed private community encourages more discussion but it's not a surprise i mean ultimately people open up when they are talking to people like them with yep. maybe similar problems it's the same relatability point from earlier 
so that that's good to know and if anybody is trying to kind of work with women investors this may be something thinking about and finally i think you mentioned like some of the key areas or the topics that women tend to focus more on which may be a bit different from what men are looking for one is the family orientation and the collective responsibility thought process versus individual the question about compatibility not just what can i do but how is it going to work overall and then of course how to is understanding credit and the fact that women tend to be more long term focused and therefore are almost naturally better set up for emergency planning and and uh, you know long term investing which again as as we discussed i i really think that's the recipe for success i think these are great in- insights and really appreciate you joining us today uh, it was a really fun conversation so and for everyone listening if you like the episode please do remember to rate us five stars and follow money talk so you don't miss any of the cool practical tips and insights that we have in upcoming episodes also do join our community on crazytalk.online to access all of the summaries of all of our episodes and also kind of interact with other people who might have similar thoughts and questions to you actually very similar to Hena's community in that sense but she's far far ahead from where we are right now so thanks a lot for joining we were Hena and Amit with Money Talk see you next time